0: You're listening to the Murphology Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Murphology Podcast, aka Murph here, to share interviews about biking experiences from cyclists who have pedaled to places all over the U.S. Each week we will get to know new people and explore new destinations to ride your bike. As you listen to these adventures, you may wonder, why haven't I done that yet? Well, this is an episode I did for the Just Go Bike podcast, which is a podcast about the social side of cycling with an emphasis on ragbri. You can find more episodes at justgobike.net. So a few weeks ago, I caught up with Kenneth Rosales to talk about the ins and outs of being on a ragbri team. He is part of the Tall Dog Bike team that has been on the ragbri route since 1976, this would have been their 45th year on the big ride. So here we go, my interview with Kenneth. Well, hey, Just go Bike Podcast fans, a.k.a. Murph here for another edition of, of the Just go Bike Podcast. Today, I am talking with Kenneth Rosales. Hey, Kenneth. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing?
1: doing the best we can nowadays. No, I'm actually doing great here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's such
0: a weird time. That is a kind of a hard question to ask because, you know, here we are recording this in the middle of May. And, you know, typically now's a time when you are worrying about weather rather than worrying about social distancing. I mean, it's such a weird, I don't know, It's just so new for everyone.
1: Well, um, I'm I'm a little different from other cyclists. Uh, I bike all year round. So, the weather, I have no choice. I have to live with it. Yeah. I will bike in the winter, even in sub-zero weather, if I have to. I got rid of my car. So, oh,
0: wow. So you don't have a choice.
1: Yeah. And um. I live downtown and I work downtown. It's not bad, but, you know, when I have to go to the mall or something, well, it gets interesting. But I have four different types of bikes to pull me through.
0: Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> I want to. I do want to talk about that um, as far as, you know, where you live and what cycling is like that. Uh, in that town. And of course, I love to talk about what kind of bikes you have. So I want to get to that later. But so the reason that I had Kenneth on this podcast is to talk about um, specifically a RAGBRAI bicycle team. And he is part of Tall Dog Bike Club. And I'm sure there's people out there that have heard of that team because it's been around for many, many years. And I always notice them because of your um, recognizable jerseys. They're oh, nice, bright color, and I don't know if it's the same jersey every year, but it's somehow it's similar enough that I recognize it and know.
1: Yeah, it's generally the same basic uh, pattern. Um, there are some alterations. Um, we have a new one coming this year, but it, uh, we've been around first of all for 45 years. Woo! Wow! Yeah, and uh, there was going to be um, something on the primal apparel. That would have stated the forty fifth year had rag gone through on there, but yeah. uh, um, basically what you see on the trails, I mean, you can't miss us. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, we we are very distinguishable, and basically they they follow the same pattern.
0: Yeah, well, and okay, so let's just think about this. You said the team's been around for forty five years, and this would have been Ragray forty eight. So you guys. I mean probably not you specifically but your team has been part of Ragbri almost since the beginning.
1: Yeah, we started around 1976.
0: That is amazing. Well, let's like get into a little bit about uh the Tall Dog Bike Club and maybe give us a highlight of how and when and how the club started.
1: Well, um how I learned um the history of the club uh, one of our original it started out by four members uh two of the members the founding members of the team uh was Dwayne Barton he goes by Bart and the other total starter is um Mike Leo they were both teachers at Carlisle High School oh, okay on our team we have nicknames <laughs> so it's easier to remember nicknames than names on our <laughs> team so Dwayne Barton became Bart and Mike Leo became Art like Arthur Fonzarelli that's Because he kept lying about who he really was when he started (laughs) RAGBRAI. And there was another person on the team, um, Lee Hackbarth. Uh, We just call him Lee Dog. Uh, He heard about RAGBRAI from these two. And they were looking for a couple of other people to go on the team. He joined in on them. I mean, not even having... Like nowadays, you have to practice for Rag Bright. I don't think he had much practice when he, he just wanted to go. Wow. He was a young kid back in the day. I mean.
0: So we're talking, uh, this is like the 70s, that they are meeting up and deciding they're going to do this bike ride.
1: Yes, and there was no such thing as chamois cream right. or the or uh, carbon fiber bikes or helmets.
0: <laughs> right. They are probably or, wearing. Uh, wearing a
1: Responsibility.
0: Jorts and uh, either a tank top or no shirt. So yeah. <laughs> are any of those original guys still part of the team?
1: Well, the uh, the people, I mean, Art and Bart passed away five to four years ago. Okay. I, I never got to meet them. I joined the team uh, four years ago. So it started like that. It, it was a four-member group that decided to go, and then it kind of grew after 45 years. Now we have our president who says we have over 200 uh known members right now
0: wow uh, and like do all of those people choose to go on Ragbri?
1: no and um i didn't know this about Ragbri, uh, and it t- it kind of makes sense uh they limit the large teams to a at the maximum 120 people oh okay now how many people at the end of the day of each day are at the campsite. I can't promise you that because right. we have people who don't ride. Right. They're kind of they're kind of like our, uh, our our people who take care of the campground and all that, or the or the uh, the seniors on the team who who've done their they've done their share of rag riding, but they're there for partying. So. Sure,
0: but if you think about it, I mean, it, over two hundred people, just the logistics alone would be a nightmare. You know, for whoever whoever is part of your crew that decides where you're going to camp? Like, how do you, I can't even imagine fitting that many people into a camp spot.
1: Yeah, well, that's the one thing about being on, uh, being a team for 45 years. Uh, We've kept uh, logistics of where we've all stayed every rag ride, And also, we we don't just have a president or presidents on the team. Um, I'm actually part of the advisory committee for the Tall Dog Bike Club. So it, it gives him a little, him and her a little more room to uh, to do more things on there, and we help them out, especially when we make decisions for the club. Uh, like we have one person in charge of um, once Ragbry announced, where where we have been in the past in those towns overnight. So that gives us a, a heads up, and then uh, I mean an edge against some of the other teams. Yeah. But with also having over a hundred people on rag we just um when we get to the part where we talk about how we do rag yeah we, we need certain facilities for a team our size so
0: oh for sure yeah so yeah. when you have that big of a team um, is there any sort of process to become a member or can just anybody become a member
1: so we're the tall dog by club when someone joins the team it we're anyone who joins the team they have to be sponsored by someone who's a member of the team. Oh, sure. And, okay. And we call them pups, <laughs> uh, obviously on there. And uh, we have to make sure that uh, that they can get along with everybody on the team. Every team's going to be different, mm-hmm. big or small. And uh, like even in our team, we everyone's different too. I mean, you can't. We're, we're all not clones of, of anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As long as you have a love for cycling. Uh, you love, you can deal with camping (laughs) because that's, Ragbri is also camping and hopefully you're a social person. You don't have to be, we have some quiet people on the team, but the one thing I think this is the most important thing uh, for us. And it's kind of a small thing, but when we're on, we're on Ragbri, if you can't bike up a hill, you are to take your Jersey off because you don't want to be, uh, seen wearing a tall oh. dog jersey and you can't bike up a hill oh so.
0: very cool
1: <laughs> i think that's one rule we have that has to be followed on the team oh so. <laughs> yeah
0: that's so i uh have been part of the same bicycle team for rag Bri since way back in the 90s and you know there's no i mean there's a few rules like something like you just mentioned, but for us, and it's changed as we've gotten older, but back in the day, there was a song called Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Yes. It's like the, I get knocked down. So when that song would come on, wherever we were, the entire team would gather together and literally jump up and down the whole song. And so when we're all in our 20s, that was pretty fun and yay, we're, you know, we're having so much fun. Well, then now that we're all in our late 40s or older, it's more of like, yay, there's our song that we used to dance to instead of (laughs) we just can't handle doing it anymore. So (laughs) it's, it's that's a long three minutes if you think about it. But so do you guys have any rules, you know, to be part of the team? You have to do this like what you mentioned
1: besides from that we want to make sure that with such a large team we do have dues and it, it's really small it's like only 25 dollars mm. uh for the whole year and that takes care of like uh all things we can do for the team and uh, we'll do some fundraisers along the way too mm-hmm. but uh we just ask that we are in the 21st century social media is widespread whether we love it or not <laughs> and and i will say that uh what you what the party atmosphere what it used to be like in the early days of rag Rai, i don't think you'd get away with it right now <laughs> right. and <laughs> so with the times i mean i mean we have to we have to make sure that we're respectful we also one thing i always liked about our team a lot of other teams know us and like when we're biking i always hear someone go
2: dogs or oh, something nice. like that yeah
1: so they know us and that's the thing i mean we're respected in the biking community, which is cool. And we have to keep that respect and by showing a, a positive focus when when we're out on our biking. I mean, it's not always perfect, but, uh, yeah. but we try to be. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. um, well, tell us a little bit about the team. Like, you know, you're saying there's hundreds of members. And, of course, there's a wide variety. But is there like an average age or are people from Iowa or across the United States or just give us some highlights
1: okay well we all are in our 20s <laughs> no not <really>. <laughs> but, <laughs> so but I am going to be honest I am 48 okay and I'm in the middle I can't really say that because when we go on Rag Bright, I would say like sometimes we have like 30 new members who go with us oh wow so it's kind of hard when you look at our our group, it's kind of hard to tell the demographics of our team by those who go on Bride, but I would say the people I know the most are uh, more mature than I am. Let's put it that way. without mm-hmm. putting me in age range on there. <laughs> so the, the team started in Carlisle, uh, but the majority of the members, as the team got bigger, they all started from whom they knew living in Ames and, and going to Iowa, or going to Iowa state. Oh, okay. Uh, from there. And, they graduate, they move away, they grew. Des Moines, Ankeny and Ames, that's kind of like our territory here in Iowa, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have other areas in Iowa too, but those, that's where a lot of our, our Iowa affiliates are at. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of our team members are also in Kansas City,
2: oh, okay. especially
1: in the Kansas side of Kansas City. We also have a large group that's in the Omaha, Lincoln area. We also have members in Michigan, Hmm. I think they're called the Moon Dogs. It could have been another group. I think that's a nickname they just gave them. But and then I know we have members in Virginia, but we have them from all over the country. I mean, we have California and and Colorado, Florida, and we have some members that live in Finland. They're they're native Finlanders. Wow. Yeah, we we get them from all over the place here, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to. We have a few members now in Wisconsin and Minnesota, and we're trying to break more into Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a big biking community up there, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I heard, I've heard the trail system is amazing in the like the Twin City area.
1: Yeah, they even have a bike highway there in the middle what? Of, near downtown.
0: Oh, so, that's awesome! Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, well, uh, let's get into specifically with Ragbrai and when Tall Dog Bike Club is part of Ragbrai. Tell us what your team. Like what kind of bri that, that your team experiences as far as, you know, I assume maybe you have a team bus. You already mentioned that you camp, but give us some highlights of what that feels like.
1: Like I said, we get about 120 people and what we do is we don't have our own bus. We basically, we, we there's an amount we pay to go on bri. It's almost similar to what the registration is to register for bri mm-hmm. as well. Like, I, I pay for the my round-trip bus that takes us to the start point and picks us up from the end point of Rag Rai. So we have two charter buses that we take to go there. And then we have the rider truck that carries a lot of our camping gear. Mm-hmm. And we have these containers that we got from Menards.
0: Oh, like, a plastic, tub? like yeah, a, plastic a plastic tub?
1: Yeah, a plastic tub. It's a plastic tub with two wheels in one end and a panel that pops out at the other end and it makes it easy to put all your stuff all your camping gear in there mm-hmm. and then roll it up into the rider truck mm-hmm. uh, so we have a rider truck on there but the big thing about our team we have something called the gallows it started once the team got just a little too big and we knew that sometimes we just can't go to a fire hydrant or a, <laughs> or a, a car wash station. So the gallows started off as a, uh, a trailer with a bike rack on it, <laughs> and it kind of grew from there. What it is now today, it looks like a gigantic trailer mm-hmm. that opens up with a team our size. We had to find a location that provides warm water um, and camping for about 100 people. Mm-hmm. So on one side of the trailer, we it opens up the four all you can use showers in there.
0: Oh. Yeah, and they
1: have privacy in there so you don't have to worry about being seen and you can change in there. It's unlimited use. <laughs> so so if you feel like you need another bath, I mean, right. rather than paying another $10 to go in line for an hour. So that's right. one thing nice. Well, the and, front of the- tr-
0: And we all know in late July that sometimes it's 90 degrees still at 10 o'clock at night. So you might need an extra shower.
1: Yeah, exactly. The front of the uh, trailer has two sinks to, you know, uh, brush your teeth. And on mm-hmm. and, uh, the inside, um, we have our supplies. And uh, sometimes, like when we're leaving, we could store other things in there too. The public side of the whole thing is the other side of the trailer. It opens up into a tented picnic area. We could place like four picnic tables in there wow we have a charging station so we could charge all of our equipment uh electrical devices we hook up a flat screen tv we have so many members what we did started doing the last year or two is we start posting pictures of our members and their names or nicknames so that if you're new on the team or if you just forgot people's names, yeah. you can see their <laughs> name. Look at the wall <laughs> to figure
0: out who somebody yeah, but, is.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then when we usually get back from a ride from the end of the day, we always have like a keg or cans of free beer waiting for us. I mean, there's also soft drinks. We have hot coffee in the morning um and snacks, and then we even have extent, we have extra uh picnic tables for in case we have too many people um, sitting by. And then we usually have two or three Kaibos with the whole thing. But that's generally our camping area, along with some a couple pickup trucks maybe, and four or five members or groups of members who prefer to stay in their RVs.
0: Sure, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even how you described it, I mean, you still have to sleep in a tent for the most part, unless you're the lucky people with the RVs. But you guys have it nailed in. I mean, having showers on site and a place to brush your teeth, plus you know, just the social side of things. You, it looks like, it sounds like you've got it set up pretty well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's a little. It's usually a great end to our day when. When we see the gallows, that's what we call, that's what we call the, uh, the trailer on there. Yeah. Because so, the first thing I do, I get off my bike, I need a beer. Right. <laughs> and before I even pitch my tent, I just grab a towel and I go straight to the, the showers. Right.
0: So. <laughs> right. Well, and you have everything right there. I mean, you've got your beer there, you've got your shower, and then once you cool off a little bit, then you can put your tent up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. So, okay, so uh, the team's been around for 45 years, or 45 rides and then you said you've done four?
1: I've done a total of six. This would have been my seventh ride. Okay, the got it. The first two years, I was part of the Bike World Charter from uh, West Des Moines.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, your team pretty much camps together, like you just described. Do you also try to ride as a group or small groups?
1: The only time we actually ever do that is the last two miles of the ride. For those who are still riding at the last day of RAGBRAI, we usually have scout the scouts that go ahead of, on the last day. And they will try to pick a site for all of us to meet up at, have a drink and relax. And then we all form in a line and we parade in town as one united team on there mm. but when but for the majority of rag ride you leave whenever you want to leave mm-hmm. everyone has everyone has their pace and some people have their groups they like to bike with mm-hmm. and some of them are our families so sometimes they just like to bike all together in the family mm-hmm. i mean some of us like um adopt ourselves into the group just to sneak in but <laughs> <laughs> but But a lot of times, um, it's usually in the lunch or meetup town. We will gather somewhere near the middle, and then everyone starts converging Mm -hmm. to the area once we see our our yellow, green, and fuchsia, and light blue t-shirts. Right. I was (laughs) going to say, yeah,
0: I've definitely seen groups of you gathered um, during, you know, throughout the years on Bri. Mm Mm-hmm. Excellent. Any thinking back to your years or maybe the team's years, any funny stories that kind of come up every year that you guys talk about and laugh about?
1: Well, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I'll tell you about mine. Yeah. Um, so last year we were, we started off in uh, Council Bluffs and some of us decided to go drinking at all the breweries in Omaha, Oh. You know, I okay, I should not have been biking, <laughs> but that's uh, you never say that on Rangrai, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep going. I fell asleep biking.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: yeah, and I was wearing my helmet a brand new helmet with those gel things in the inside, those new gel things. So I have my mark from 2019 on there. But the funnier thing was where we camped in Council Bluffs. Two of us were really drunk. A friend of mine is a brewer at one of the breweries here. She passed on her tent, apparently, when they they had the fireworks right next to our campsite. Oh, no. I mean, they launched it off right there, and it woke everyone up. Everyone thought we were in a war zone. I didn't hear a thing. You
0: slept right through it, or you were passed <laughs> yeah, out? I just,
1: I just slept right through it. Oh, my gosh. God. So...
0: So back to your um, falling asleep on your bike, you said you have a mark on your helmet. Does that mean that you took a little tumble?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> fortunately, I fell. I, I fell correctly. Let's put it that oh, way. OK. I, no good. damage. No damage to the bike. Yeah. Good. So it was kind of embarrassing because I was only two blocks away.
0: So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. And I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are like, yeah, I've. Yeah. I've been there before. Yep, yep, yep. We've
1: all we've all done something. That's why I don't want to discuss or get anyone in trouble on my team. Right. Right.
0: Uh, Well, okay. So we already have talked about Ragbri and what your team is like on Ragbri. But do you guys gather, whether it's you know in your uh, major cities within each state, or do you do other events that you all participate in?
1: Before I answer that, um, going back to (laughs) me falling asleep. Yeah. Uh, the reason that happened also is I bartend, and uh, the night before we leave for the Saturday of Rag Rai, I don't go to sleep.
2: Oh, my I, God. I usually,
1: I usually get off work around three or four o'clock in the morning, and I have this constant fear of missing um, the ride. So I will stay up. And then the worst thing is not really a great thing is, is like on the charter buses, it's like any regular buses, that uh, or school buses that go on Rag Rai.
0: Except you probably have have air conditioning.
1: We we have air conditioning. We have a lot of tasty beverages. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So... That kind of led to it, too. So yeah, it, it wasn't just because I was drinking at the breweries. It was also because I, I had worked the day before. But I do this every rag, right? Right. I have a fear of missing our departure time. <laughs> right.
0: Well, and I'm guessing as a bartender, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're not, you're still jacked up from just working and getting things cleaned up. And then you go home, and then you're probably, like, second-guessing what you've packed or repacking or thinking well, about... Well, if anyone,
1: extra- yeah, if anyone knows me, yeah, I... I overpack. My sister will <laughs> attest to that. And I go back through my things. I take everything in. It's like, what else can I get rid of? Or what can I add? That's the worst part. What can I add? Yeah. So
0: That's always me on Ragbri because I bag out to Ragbri. So I leave the week before and then pedal to the start of Ragbri. And so everything I need for, it ends up being about 15 days, has to be on my bicycle. And so... I get everything toned in and then I try and get rid of 10% of it. And then it always happens. I'm literally getting ready to walk out the door and I'm like, I should probably grab one more sweatshirt or I should probably grab this. (laughs) And I need another pair of shoes. And it always happens. And then I'm still don't even use at least 15% of the stuff in my bags. But, oh, well, that's a different story.
1: Yeah. Well, here in Des Moines, um, just for you to, to know, we have a party for all the baggers that are leaving that Thursday Oh, okay. Um, We call it the tunnel ride on the Great Western Trail. Mm -hmm. So on on the Great Western Trail, there are like three or four tunnels where we have to go underneath to go south to Cumming, Iowa. Mm -hmm. And uh, the party technically starts in Cumming. And then there's a new section of the trail where they have a new sitting area. Um, They start partying there until it starts really getting dark. And then they proceed to every tunnel and party there for about 30 minutes to an hour maybe. And then to the next tunnel, to the next tunnel. Yeah. And we're just celebrating all those who are leaving for Rag Rai, bagging, that is, yeah, um, the next day.
0: Oh, um, that sounds fun.
1: So I wish... you might be interested in that if you want to stop in Des Moines. Before you... Yeah. <laughs> Although that... it might be out of your way. but
0: <laughs> That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. It would be yeah, fun I... to do the tunnels. That would be very fun. So, okay, where was I? Um, oh, what other events does the team participate in?
1: Well, the, one of the main events are team sponsors, is Candango. Have you heard of that one?
0: No, I haven't.
1: It's a ride on the weekends um, in Kansas. And I really am not sure what the term Candango means. Obviously, Kansas for the K A N yeah, part of it
2: yeah.
1: on there. Uh, it's usually at the end of May. And unfortunately, we had to cancel it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's about 85 miles each day. I mean, most people stay at the hotels, but I mean, you just can't uh, ride the whole day. Uh, go around the near manhattan kansas i believe but i think the route changes every year so but they have a fall one too a smaller ride on there we participate like in a lot of the uh uh, events in des moines i'm not sure about the like i said des moines and kansas city are two main areas Mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to speak for just the, the Des Moines part. Like we do the mayor's ride or the fun haters ride, which is the same day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We we gather together for the burr ride, uh, the bike ride to Rippey in the end of January, early February.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's only like 14 miles, but it's cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, the precursor to the rag ride is the Bacon ride in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Have you been on that one
0: yeah i'm actually um or i used to be one of the organizers um because oh. that is uh, a rag and iowa bicycle coalition event so yeah
1: yeah yeah so i always see a lot of us there and then we have two events that we do and one had already just passed but obviously we had to cancel that too we have the tall dog weekend and we do one for des moines and then the The Kansas City one was going to be in October. And what we do is uh, we ride out the whole weekend. We stay at host homes. Usually, from what I heard, there's usually about 40 to 50 people that join up for that, too. Fun. Yeah. And then in, I believe it's September, we have the Art and Bart ride to commemorate our uh, original leaders of the team. Mm -hmm. Um, We bike out on the Great, not the Great Western, sorry, the High Trestle Trail starting in Ankeny. Oh, okay. And we head out to Woodward, mm-hmm. and most people don't know this, but there's a shelter right at the High Trestle Bridge on, on the Madrid side, just before you go on the bridge. There's a plaque there named after our original leaders on the team.
0: Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out next time I'm there.
1: Yeah, and then the town of Slater, <laughs> they call that our tall dog territory, because that's where we keep the gallows. We have some of our teamers who live there, too, so um there's an event we're going to do to uh substitute for rag rag.
0: oh cool okay so
1: um hopefully it's not sound yet yeah yeah well
0: who knows yeah how long we'll be in the state we're in right now but yeah i don't remember if you actually mentioned it but i feel like you know as long as we've been talking that i'm guessing that you're from the des moines area um but do you want to briefly give us a highlight of what cycling is like in the des moines area
1: well, first off, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. Oh, okay. Uh, and I've been biking since my dad gave me his bike, since I've been 14. When I moved here to Iowa, I mean, I was given a mountain bike because I was going to Iowa State, and I needed a sturdier bike. My room, my current roommate, I've known him now for five years, he invited me on a bike ride one day, and I had my mountain bike. He and my other friend had road bikes. I think you know.
0: <laughs> what happened?
1: what happens here. And I, I kept up, I kept up and I, but at the end of the ride, I was spasming big time. And then I knew it was time for a road bike. Right. I started road biking. And then I that's how I started meeting new people and the community here. I think it has grown. And as bad as the pandemic is uh, for um, the whole world, I think it's kind of a weird blessing for bicyclists. Because I and I've been reading it, like there's been a surge in people buying, buying bikes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So we have a lot of new cyclists um, on here. But one thing I've also started doing was becoming a fat tire biker and a bagger biker. So we have mm-hmm. a lot of bagger bikers here. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of road bikers too, and we have a lot of interconnecting trails here in Des Moines. I can literally like bike from, and I live at downtown. I live in Sherman Hill very hilly part of it so when it comes to rag ride, i'm already hill trained <laughs> <laughs> i have very big cabs so and that'll prove where i live and uh yeah our trails are very interconnected like the great western trail the neil smith trail the green belt uh and then there's the chachauqua trail but and it's ever expanding because now we have the raccoon river trail they're building a seven mile connector to the high trestle trail mm-hmm. which will be the largest trail system in the country they're already doing a trail from southeast Des Moines to Lake uh, Red Rock and Knoxville. Oh, okay. So and uh, so there are all these planned trails that they're already constructing on. I apparently I didn't know there was a trail going southeast that's going to make it easier for us because there's some parts we still have to take roads on. Mm-hmm. But the community has grown a lot. Tuesday is a very popular day on the, uh, especially on the Great Western Trail. We call it Taco Tuesday go down to coming and they used to have taco apocalypse there, but now they have a taco truck there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and sometimes in this little small town of coming, we could get, there are times I've seen like four, 400 people. Wow. On just a, there. On a, <laughs> on a Tuesday.
0: On a Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I can. I tell.
1: prefer to go on Wednesday when it's steak night there. <laughs> oh, there you
0: go. Yeah. And I love Bob at the coming tap. He's a great guy. He's, I've been friends with him for a long time. So I need to give a shout out to the guys at the coming tap.
1: Yeah, I know. I can. Hurry up and open. <laughs>
0: yes, I know. I'm sure they're thinking the same. Well, you as a bartender, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing as well. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, but he wouldn't.
1: He wouldn't. He wouldn't even sell beer to go. That was the funny thing. So oh, I think that's a bummer. He, yeah, I think he's just out golfing. So yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But oh, but the other thing also about biking in Des Moines, we there are several spots where we all gather. Obviously, we can't gather too closely. Mm-hmm. Like some of the bridges and some of the trails, there are places where we all congregate and hang out. Areas of Des Moines, Grays Lake just got a brand new uh, rainbow bridge, hmm. and a lot of people have been uh, meeting there to, you know, for a rest area before they bike out either to like West Des Moines or or um, Carlisle or Ankeny. Um, that's the one thing. Like all the suburbs, you could probably meet those people on our trail system. Uh, when you're living downtown. Well, and another thing is our brewer our number of breweries is increasing here.
0: Oh, and on the trail. Like you, oh, you yeah, have breweries yeah. on your trails. It's just great. Yeah.
1: yeah. A lot of the small towns they got they understand that they'll make more money if it's on a bike trail. Yeah. So ironically I just got when the shutdown started happening, I was in Dallas. <laughs> oh. And and downtown Des Moines has more breweries than the city of Dallas, Oh. <laughs> which I found strange. But uh, so it shows how our culture is a little different here. And the bike lines are starting to be everywhere. And I think it's this city is a lot more biker-friendly than most cities, especially like Dallas. Dallas is not a biker-friendly city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one thing I appreciate about our city here. Yeah,
0: um, I get to Des Moines, well, I I mean, not during this pandemic, but back in the day, um, I would get to Des Moines, I don't know, maybe once or twice a month, um, just to hang out with friends or the reg Bride crew. And the biking is so easy, because for me, you know, I'm not familiar with all the different suburbs and such. But there, the signage is so great. I mean, you can be downtown and know, confluence Brewery is this way or the library is this way or like it was very easy to get around um, as far as avoiding traffic and just knowing which way to go
1: yeah and one thing we also have here i mean because of social media there are a lot of biking group group pages on there oh okay the big one like the one i'm on is called who's riding it's supposed to be just for des moines but it could be for anyone in the state Mm -hmm. and there's no g in riding on there so in case you look it up (laughs) I think it has over three thousand members, mm-hmm. and so we get to know where everyone's bike. Ask where everyone's biking. If there's any specials going on at any of the bars, nice. and then there's, and then of course oh, the, the dark thing here. We have to. We also have another group page about bikes that are stolen. Yeah. So and it's kind of nice because we actually recovered many people's bikes mm-hmm. by posting it on there, mm-hmm. and we all work as a try to work as a community just to look out for people to see if they see their bikes because we have some people who are just not uh, keen and especially when they're riding a $3,000 bike and they're not wearing a helmet and just wearing jeans it's like <laughs> right yeah. it doesn't seem
0: it doesn't look right
1: <laughs> yeah it doesn't look right so. but that is
0: the nice part about you know Des Moines a big uh, metroplex lots and lots of people but the biking community is I would consider it to be pretty tight, meaning, like what you said, you know, if, if a bike's been stolen, you post a photo and everyone's going to try and look out and find that bike or find something fishy going on in the neighborhood.
1: One well, thing cool about our trails, I can easily bike to Ames from downtown Des Moines. Oh, wow. It's a, three, it's a three and a half hour bike ride and it's all on trails too. And there's only one part, there's the last 10 miles between Slater and Ames it's a trail but it's right on the main road mm-hmm. so but i mean it's still so, it's there for us so yeah that's uh, awesome yeah and there are bars along the way too hey, there you go <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well when you're not out biking um where can you be found like are you into other outdoor sports or working or advocating or anything like that
1: well if i'm not bartending uh one thing I started doing in January is I've been going back to the gym, and mm. i'm actually I'm actually happy that the Governor has already has decided to open the gyms to fifty percent capacity, which is great because I only work out at night at really late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when I get off work from bartending, I go straight to the gym. I'm usually at the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an avid photographer, and I guess, Especially on Who's Riding, and there's another site, I'm, th- I'm sure you heard of it, it's the Social Distancing Bike Club, mm-hmm. that's on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, people have been uh, liking, I've, I've gotten better at my photography, and if you're ever on those two sites, or uh, who knows what will happen in the future, uh, you'll see a lot of my pictures there. So. Oh,
0: excellent, I'm going to have to check that out.
1: And then, if I'm not on the TV watching sci-fi, uh, you'll probably find me at a brewery or a sushi bar. <laughs>
0: yeah both sound yeah. awesome yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it all of that stuff's back open again yeah
1: and safe exactly. i guess
0: just, just to qualify that and say and save so and save. yeah, yeah. Well, well i
1: i biked up to ames so it felt weird this past sunday and it felt weird sitting at a restaurant
0: <laughs> oh you were able In, to
1: oh yes you oh. we were able to there and then some of the bars were able to open because they serve food Mm. Um, So, but it was funny because it felt like nothing had changed.
0: Oh, wow. How weird is that? Yeah.
1: So normalcy is, it's slowly coming here, but we'll we'll take it little by little.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, going back to Tall Dog Bike Club, you know, when you think about a bike club, it's a little bit different than solo riding because typically, you know, like you mentioned, there are times when your whole team bikes together and then there's the social side of things and then there's just – you know, being able to communicate with people, any advice you would give to somebody who's never biked on a team?
1: Yeah, uh, I would say be social. It's like being in a fraternity or a sorority. Yeah. Uh, when you're with that number of people, I mean, you're, you're paying to be a part of this group, especially on Rag Rai. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to make friends. Like being quiet doesn't always help, although it does help one person on our team. <laughs> we we kind of we, his nickname is Silent Bob oh, but okay, <laughs> okay but, but uh no i mean we're always going to help each other out especially mm-hmm. if someone gets a flat or or something like that mm-hmm. uh i would just say just, just let loose just make sure that when you wear that jersey you're wearing it with pride and um, you could be a fool but don't i was going to say jack
0: yeah <laughs> jackass
1: on there. so but don't be a jackass or or, or don't be mean right something like that right. because i mean you're representing when you put that jersey on you're representing a team in 45 years of history on there
0: oh for um, sure yeah
1: yeah and yeah have fun and we're also just like the people on the air force if you see somebody um having trouble ask them if they need any help mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, from there and just uh Keep drinking, again. <laughs> <laughs> when I guess. And riding. I keep drinking and riding. <laughs> I think
0: you can learn a lot when you join a team because you're, you're forced to do things that maybe you don't normally do when you're by yourself, meaning, you know, you have a little bit of an agenda. You know, you want to meet up with your team at the end of the day, those sorts of things. But also just, like, simple, like, etiquette when you're in a crowded road full of bicyclists, like... You know, saying on your left or saying you're passing or saying you're stopping. Like those things, when you're by yourself, you don't even think about.
1: Oh, some a lot of our members, we they do bike in groups.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm one of those type of people. I will go at my own pace and then I will join. If I see some, I will join them mm-hmm. for a little bit. But then I, I'll stop all of a sudden and say, oh, I want to take a picture.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm a photographer too. And uh, or... Some people don't want to stop to eat, or they don't want to stop to drink. I might want to. I may not want to. I always try to converse with other teams and other people uh, on there, and uh, and and of course with our team too, because it feels more. I I wouldn't say safe, but I I. It's like the safety of a of a group. Like we're all family, basically. When you yeah. join our team, it's basically a family. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm with company. I'm I'm relaxed. I could relax now. Sometimes they know what I want before I even open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so well, and
0: that's kind of the fun of it, is because, like you said, you can go off on your own, do your you know photography, or run into friends that maybe you only see once a year. But then when you're ready. To be with a group, you just look for your jerseys and be like, all right, there they are. I'm going to go hang out with them for a while. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Oh. I, I think teams are a value.
1: Yeah, you don't realize what you're missing. I mean, some people go on the charters, some people like uh, they go solo on there and rough it out, but it's always nice to know that there are, there are others like you on the same team on there uh it's a it's a kind of a weird experience after being on tears with like with a charter company Mm -hmm. uh, i just remember i would get i would get back to the camp and i would try to socialize but people just wanted to be on their own Mm, you know or on their end and one thing nice about a group you know uh Everyone has their agenda when they're on there. Some people want to relax and or go to bed early. Some people will party till the end of the night. Mm-hmm. You have options. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. So, yeah.
1: So yeah. on there, we have some team members. I know, like Ragboy is supposed to end at six o'clock. You should be in the overnight towns by six o'clock. Mm-hmm. We have some members uh, that like to be with the baggers, and those who are still behind mm-hmm. and don't come in till like ten or midnight. Mm-hmm. And I made it a ritual. That's the one thing about groups. you can start doing rituals. <laughs> <laughs> i t- I try to do a ritual of one night where I stay out late to go the yeah. camp. Late. yeah, so I want the full experience of rag yeah
0: <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. And um, you
1: never and it doesn't hurt to have somebody in line and say, "What do you want? I'll get it for you,
0: yeah. if that's they the, if you always know if you always get the same thing, you can just as soon as somebody sees you, they can place your order.
1: Yeah, So, or but my main thing too, Yeah. I am terrible with directions. Uh, when I get into the host town, I have no clue where north, south, east, or west is. Oh,
0: right. When
1: I see one of our jerseys, it's like, oh, uh, okay, that's where my safety thing comes yeah. in. It's like, thank God,
0: <laughs> I, gonna make I it. found
1: somebody. Because, so. <laughs> you know, our phones don't work on rank by yeah, a lot of times. Small
0: so. towns, I know, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs>
1: So. Well, good. So well, strength and numbers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, being part of a team, I think there's a lot of value in it and it sounds like the Tall Dog Bike Club has been around long enough to know how to do things right at this point. It's pretty cool. I'm glad I got to meet somebody from the team. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um any anything you want to like plug as far as maybe a passion or donations or organizations that you're part of?
1: Well, the one thing is like I said I'm a photographer and yeah. I've been i'm being told by a lot of people to i need to do something with my pictures mm. uh i do have a friend he lives half the time in new york half the time in iowa he says he would like to put it in a gallery it's like wow really <laughs> it's like <laughs> i thought he was joking but he's not joking so it'd be kind of nice especially i try to show the human aspect of a rag ride. yeah and even biking it's not just about me taking selfies and, I, and I'm also good at taking pictures of trying to make Des Moines and wherever the biking scene is look very pleasing mm-hmm. on there. Uh, another thing our group does is uh, we're trying to raise money. We were supposed to try to raise money for the, uh, I'm trying to make sure I don't destroy their names. Uh, John Karras and Donna Call,
2: Yeah. Um, this, the the, this... Or,
1: the originators of the Rag Rai, mm-hmm. are trying to raise money for their statue. They yeah. place their statue in the park in Waterworks Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where that's going at the moment. On there, we have one member of our team named Jamie. I for, I apologize, Jamie, if you're listening to this, but I totally forgot the name of your uh, organization that she's in. But on, every Thursday in Des Moines, they give out free burritos to the homeless. Oh. They bike out there and they she helps out. So some members of our team they we donate money so that or our time so we could help out those in need too.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So. Well, Kenneth, and also, yeah,
1: also because I'm I'm out of work as a bartender. If you ever see me on the trails, I mean, a free beer, a free <laughs> shot here and there, it, it doesn't hurt, you Perfect, know. Perfect, yeah. So, well, they've been doing that to me anyway, and I I try to repay them back too. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, if you see Kenneth out on the trails, maybe make sure you have a cold one for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kenneth, thank you so much for being on the podcast and um, sharing, you know, a little bit about you and also about the Tall Dog Bike Club. And hopefully um, we have some group rides coming up in the future and we can see all the teams.
1: Depending on how the uh, situation will be by the end of July, uh, some teams like ours, we're going to have a three day weekend. Mm. We will have one designated point and see where we can bike. From out of there and just come back and there's a bar there called the nighthawk it's Mm -hmm. a very popular bar uh for our team um we just go there i've heard from other teams like team medium pace and some others that they're thinking about doing um somewhere in the state of iowa too Mm -hmm. so um, hopefully we'll hear more about it and i know like rag said that they will try to do some mini rides yeah Uh, release some of our rag right tension yes yeah
0: we yeah we definitely need to do that so yeah good well we'll all keep uh, keep our eyes out on social media and uh, thank you so much for being on the show
1: yeah, thank you very much Kathy mm-hmm.
0: that's it for this week. A big thanks to Kenneth for sharing some great stories about cycling with the Tall Dog Bike Club. Makes me miss Ragbright a little more than usual. You can check out morphologypodcast.com for more of my interviews with adventurous cyclists. And for now, I leave you with this quote from the Unwritten Book of Morphology. This quote comes from Sullivan's Observation. If you rely on Murphy's Law, everything will go as planned, but don't count on it. Think about it.